1: Slash podcast terms and conditions apply. Need to hire you? Need
2: Indeed. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome in to a special edition of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. Make sure you hit that follow button wherever you get your podcast. Also, check us out on YouTube. But this is a special audio-only edition of Locked On Bengals, and it was cool because we got to talk. Jake Lisco and myself got to join. The guys from here, That Podcast growling, Paul Daner Jr. and Jay Morrison of The Athletic, Mo Egger of Cincinnati's ESPN 1530, along with Jeff Butch Hobson of Bengals.com for an ultimate three-round mock draft. And I wanted to get this to you guys, get it into your feeds here ahead of Thursday's draft because, well, we all went with different players and it was a really cool format um, where essentially... Uh, the guys uh, at the Athletic Daner in Morrison put together the most likely guys that could be available at 31. So Tyler Linderbaum, not available. George Karloftis, not available. And we had a snake draft uh, going up and down, basically, uh, the guys that could be there at 31. And then we used Dane Brugler's mock draft to kind of forecast and give the parameters of who we could take in rounds two and three. So it was a really fun exercise uh, for the sake of, um, uh, of you because we, we've talked about all these names on the podcast for the sake of you knowing who is available before we dive into round one um, let's uh, uh, I'll name them here real quick uh, cornerbacks Andrew Booth Kyre Elam Kyler Gordon and Roger McCreary all available safeties Jaquan Brisker Lewis Seen Daxton Hill Jalen Petrie all available defensive lineman Arnold Ebicady Logan Hall Travis Jones Boye Mafé might have butchered that one David Ojabo Perrion Winfrey Devonte Wyatt, all available. Linebacker, N'Kobe Dean, Quay Walker, available. Offensive line, Kenyon Green, Bernard Raymond, Tyler Smith, and wide receivers, Jahan Dotson, Sky Moore, George Pickens, and Christian Watson. We will start this with a, a trivia question that really determined the draft order. And guess what? I won! So you're going to hear from me, Daner, Morrison, a, along with Jake Lisko. Uh, which you're obviously used to hearing here on Locked On, Bengals, Moeger and Butch Hobson as well. So without further ado, let's dive in to this wild, wacky, insane Cincinnati three-round mock draft.
0: First, we have to select our draft order, and I have a fun one. This is for people that are listening. This is good trivia, and I think it's going to be a fun one for us to do. So I want you all to think of your answers, and we'll go through and uh, shout out. We'll see who can get closest here. From 2003 to 2020, 90 Bengals were drafted in the first four rounds. How many of those did not or have not started a single game in the NFL? How many of the 90 drafted from 2003 to 2020 did not or have not started a single game? Ooh. whoever can get closest can pick their spot in the snake does anybody have uh does everybody have their answer have we ever we locked it in has everybody locked in their their answer here or locked on lock for in? the case of you two
2: sure <laughs> sure you yeah, have an answer all right yeah, you're I'm in just all right let's start number.
0: james james what do you say
2: the idea of Margus hunts and Cedric of way he's starting is ridiculous. And I think they did, but they've so. got starts. Yeah, exactly. Which is insane. Cause they were awful picks. Uh, let's go with lucky number seven. I'll say seven. It's probably too low.
0: Seven from James, Jake.
3: I was going to go like 30, but I think 19.
0: Oh, 19 from Jake. Jay. I'm
4: going to go 24,
5: 24 from Jay. Mo. I was going to say 19. I no longer can. So I'll bump it up to 20. 20. Butch.
0: 30. Butch says 30. Okay. 30. The answer 30, is that's bad. 11. Oh, mm. only 11 never mm. started a game. Who wants the list? I, I of do. Of course.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the list of 11 famous Bengals draft picks Malik Jefferson. Everyone's P.J. Dawson. Let's just run down the third round line.
5: Perfect clone.
0: (laughs) Will Clark. Um, Uh, One of my personal favorites. Sean Porter. Moonlight Sean Porter. One snap. Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, Devin Still never started a game. Believe it or not. Dante Moak. Jonathan uh, Luigs. Center of the future. Uh, Matthias Askew. Dennis, we- Dennis Weathersby, who was shot, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. I believe.
2: Corner. They drafted him in 03, right? Was it 03 yeah. or 04? Something yeah. like
0: that. Uh, yeah. Marcus Hardison, who had like one of the great preseason games, and we hyped him up for three years after that. And Kenny Irons, who had the unfortunate wow. injury. There's yeah. your 11. Okay, so our closest. So, James, you are the closest. Uh, you get to pick where you want to go in the snake. I have a beef first.
6: Uh-oh. Already? <laughs> Yeah, I gotta tell you, uh, I misread the question. I thought it was. I, I thought it was starts. Did I not say starts?
0: Yeah, it was I, starts, I, but right. I was counting. Starts.
4: Jake Elliott, Evan McPherson, Kevin Huber. I was counting specialists as they don't get. They don't officially start. It was oh, t- we t- said t- rounds t- one hey, through Jake four. Round through four. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Uh, beef canceled. Already,
6: misplaced beef already. <laughs> I kind of misheard the question, question, but that's okay. I'll pick last. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Uh,
2: We're going to tell your bosses that you said 30 of 90. You (laughs) said 30 guys didn't even get a
6: start. Clearly, the answer would indicate that I didn't get the question. (laughs)
2: yeah well
6: this yes
0: you you know you at you had one of those questions for zach taylor on monday that he didn't quite get the question so it's kind of goes the other way here that's what we do we do exactly uh james what do you got
2: where's your spot andrew luck oh uh first
0: first you want to go first all right yeah james is going first okay uh jake where's your spot i'll take third third all right jay or no mo excuse me mo you're next
5: well, oh, see now, Jake's in my head because he didn't choose to pick second. So
0: yeah, but what, why pick... would you not want to do that?
5: Yeah, I don't know. See, already head games being played. We haven't even started. <laughs> uh, I'll That's pick why I second. woke up
3: at seven in the morning, Mo. Yeah, go,
0: you'll go second.
5: I'll pick second.
0: Okay, uh, Jay. Yeah, I'll go fourth. Okay.
6: All right, Butch. It's already done, right? Uh, I will
0: I'm taking whatever spot is left so you you, you can go last and get and get the and and do the full snake or you can go to the next to last spot it's up to you I'll go last go last all right
6: okay I deserve it for that that answer
0: I had prepared a tiebreaker I won't make everybody do it with me but I had also how many of those 90 started a hundred or more games how many do you think that number is any idea
5: a hundred or more
0: 100 or more starts amongst that same 90. wait for the Bengals or for any NFL anywhere, in NFL. Mm. Or anywhere in the NFL
2: 100
0: or more starts anywhere in the NFL amongst
2: actually I'm gonna say I'm gonna go 11. yeah I
0: was gonna or say four, four, been, 11 for sure. also it's 17. Yeah, Yeah, it's a pretty good.
2: It's a pretty good, uh,
0: pretty good number to have. Seventeen. Here's that list: Andrew Whitworth, Domita Pecco, Jonathan Joseph, Carson Palmer, Kevin Zeitler, Andy Dalton, AJ Green, Gino Atkins, Eric Steinbeck, Carlos Dunlap, Michael Johnson, Jermaine Gresham, Leon Hall. Yep, already mentioned. Clint Bowling, Ray Maluga, Robert Gathers, Madie Williams. There's your seventeen. Bengals trivia, right off the bat for everybody. Uh, all right. That means first pick amongst the group that we have here, which has some that obviously will not be there, but potential sliders probably makes it. I don't know. I'm curious where you're going to go, James. James, what's your strategy here with the first pick?
2: EPA. That's it's always been my strategy. That's right? you take You take the best player available. And you, right. you know me. I, I always lean offense. So,
0: you know. You you're leaning know. offense.
2: No, no, no. Just in general, right? I, I'm, a, I'm about offense. I'm about points. You're so. about points. Clearly, I'm taking a running back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. I mean, I don't know how you don't, right? I know, right? I didn't even put him on the list. I Uh, Honestly, I didn't even think to put him on the list. I just left him off. But I mean, if you want to, you can go. I'm looking here.
2: It's one of these cornerbacks... Safety slash defensive defensive lineman, linebackers, offensive line, wide receiver. So I'm limited to those spots. So really not limited.
0: I just only listed them because I didn't think anybody would actually want to draft a running back. But if you want to do that, you can do
2: that. We'll get back to the mock draft in just a second. But first, I have to tell you about BlueNile.com. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices that you won't find at a traditional jeweler jeweler in when you're looking for your wife or you're looking for mother's day girlfriend mother-in-law grandmother doesn't matter blue nile.com has something for you again you're talking about everyday fine jewelry diamond jewelry cocktail rings tennis bracelets gold layering jewelry and so much more this mother's day give mom something she's going to treasure forever at blue nile.com and the locked on bengals podcast you're going to get $50 $50 off your $500 order. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Again, use code LOCKED ON. That's code LOCKED ON to get $50 off of a $500 order. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in its discreet package that isn't going to give away what's inside. Shop stress free right now. Bluenile.com, promo code LOCKED ON.
7: Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com/slash credit card.
2: Let me look over this list to make sure. But if this is how it plays out, I think the Bengals would go with one of the corners. But to me, if Daxton Hill's still available on this list, and I'm not going to name everybody, I think he's clearly the best player available. And so, with that, and no, he's not the Leon Hall clone, but I think he would be BPA in this scenario. Give me a little Daxton Hill. Dexton, who, uh, no. can play some three sa- three uh, safety looks as a rookie, playing the nickel a bit. And uh, who knows? He's a good tackler, by the way. So he could play alongside Jesse Bates, you know, if they can find a way to, to work out a long-term deal.
0: So you don't, he's not the Leon clone, Leon Hall clone.
2: Though, no, for you. no, no, there's no actually true. I, I was, there's no true. I thought Leon you were Hall going clone. with the Michigan if, if connection was, and playing
0: it all the way out.
2: If if there was, then I, I would take it because, you know, if you could find Leon Hall at 31, it's a steal. Uh, you know, sure. I don't necessarily think there's a Leon Hall clone, but I think Daxton Hill is better than, you know, any of those corners. Yeah, like it. Okay. Uh,
0: Mo, you are up next with some. Well,
5: I just want to say this really quickly. Uh Yesterday, I had Solomon Wilkots on my show, and I, I threw him the, hey, uh of all the guys that have been connected to the Bengals that uh, they may want to take at 31, which is the player who interests you the most. And he said, running back Brees Hall and wow. just stopped me. And I think the entire audience in our tracks.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> wait, he said that really?
5: He did. Yes. Oh and I God. even I even yeah. sort of like at the end of it, I'm like, well, you know, they, they could maybe get him in the second round if they make a trade and he took that and ran with it but i you talk about answers i was not prepared for that i've questioned <laughs> phil castellini to me number one and uh Wilcox talking about a running back number two So, um,
2: if, if you want to see jake just lose it put a camera on him and have the bengals take Brees Hall, thirty-first overall. (laughs) Well, it'd be great if
0: they. It would actually be great if they did it like in the in the COVID draft, where you had the screenshot of all the Bengals behind Raj, all the (laughs) Bengals fans, (laughs) and they all just do one of do like the old uh, everybody uh, in New York. Yeah. Booing the Jets with their hands on their heads—that would I think that's what it would look like.
5: Well, well, Solly introduced that into the conversation yesterday. <laughs> it's so good. it's good to have that. I've, you I've know, seen you need that all mocked
0: somewhere.
3: One person I don't remember who it was mocked oh Brees God. Hall to the Bengals at thirty-one.
0: Well, I think we might know who. Uh, Mo, it, it's your, it's your choice. You are up with the second one here in the first round. All right.
5: I, I like the idea of adding a corner who long-term can be, uh, perhaps a, a CB one, if you will, while in the short term, just giving them the possibility of having a really, 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 really good as James would say, cornerback room. Uh, and so I, I'm intrigued by the possibilities at that position. What is devastating, I think to a lot of folks listening to this is that, uh, Tyler Linderbaum is not on our board because, Holy hell, over the last two months, uh, <laughs> I think I've heard from somebody every single day who wants Tyler Linderbaum who probably couldn't pick him out if he walked into their living room. So that is devastating, I think, for a lot of people listening to this. But uh, I'm going to take the guy that I think many would agree, and I'm sure there's dissent there, but uh, as the best corner on the board right now, and that's obviously Andrew Booth from uh, Clemson. If we're using the uh, the Dane Brugler draft board, which is a, a handy dandy guide that everybody here is referred to I just I like the idea of those four corners next year um, it, it's cliche to say it but the Browns are now better at passing the football the AFC as a whole is now better at passing the football you cannot have enough corners I'm looking for long-term solutions to be uh, you know major contributors and in the short term if at the very least he is the fourth best corner on this team and I would argue that he might be far better than that at day one I really like that possibility so I'm going to go Andrew Booth
0: I like that pick It's it's a solid pick if he's there. I mean, that's really going to be the question with Booth. I think Mm -hmm. is if he survives to that point. Is there's so many teams that I think that have cornerback needs right in front of the Bengals that you wonder if he if he will make it. If he does, he certainly seems to fit. But you never know how teams have these corners ranked. Like you know, it could be any it could be any order. It could be Gordon over somebody else. I mean, people actually the Denzel Mm -hmm. Ward draft where people were stunned. Denzel Ward went well. People have different rankings than you possibly think that they do you never know how it's going to go or how they're going to have them ranked especially when you get to guys that have warts in the in the late 30s uh jake you're up
3: yeah and the reason andrew booth i don't think is is as high for some teams is he didn't test and he had that surgery like a week before the combine so when the bengals Mm -hmm. brought him in for that top 30 visit i can't imagine he worked out for them either he's a week or two off the surgery so the bengals haven't seen his athleticism quantified via running around in circles on a football field, which tells us a lot. Uh, I'm sticking at corner, given the list we have available to us here. And Kyer Elam is actually my second corner based on the process that we do every year, or it's really close between him and Kyler Gordon, actually. And Kyre Elam with that 439 speed coming, he had that injury against Alabama. And that really colored the rest of his year. That was something that I learned about maybe a week ago that he got hurt in that game but you go back to his freshman and sophomore tape and his early tape as a junior and you talk about cv one of the future Kyer elam could be that and if not i really like his chance to be a solid cv2 beside chidobe abuzie in the bengal secondary
0: like it um jay
4: all right I'm not sure what would stun me more if this guy was available at 31 or the fact that he's still there at four in this little exercise, but I'm, I'm going Devonte Wyatt. I don't think there's any chance he falls to 30. He's getting closer and closer in a lot of these mocks, but I just, I, I think, I think that's the biggest hole is, is that three technique behind BJ Hill. They, they, I know people don't love Eli Apple, but he, he does – he was a first-round pick. He did play well at times last year. Uh, new cornerback coach, another second year in the system. I I just don't think corner is as pressing a knee as is, is getting more depth on the interior of that D-line. And Devontae Wyatt, if, if he falls there, they it just feels like they have to take him.
3: Jay, what do you make of the three domestic violence accusations or charges in his past? Do you think the Bengals would pull the trigger there?
4: I mean – a year ago, two years ago, probably no, but they've, they can take some more chances now. They, they've got a culture in place. Um, I, I'm sure they have vetted those. Maybe they've crossed him off their board. Maybe they know something I don't. Um, they are still charges at this point, but yeah, I just strictly on a talent point, t- from a talent standpoint, I mean, he just best player available. That's it.
2: Yeah. I, I would agree. I think he's, BPA here, especially with those guys gone. I would imagine on their board, if I had to guess, that Hill and Wyatt are ahead of Elam and Booth. So, Jay, the two J's, well, two of the three J's, I guess, are ahead of Jake and, and Mo in my eyes, as far as BPA goes. Anyways, that's me talking trash in a, a mock.
5: I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I was I was answering a text. Were you you throwing shade at me? Yeah, Jay Jay oh. picked
2: a, a player that's ahead of the player you picked. Even yeah. though you had the second pick and he had the fourth pick, yeah. good value. Okay,
5: Mo. well, sure, that's what I do. Loser. It. Yeah. Uh, I I will say um, I'm I'm the loser, and you've done 42 mock drafts in the last month. But three, okay. three oh, mocks. three. Okay, three. No. Sure. It's a
0: very now standard four. number. It's a very standard number. <laughs> um, I talked to somebody who had done thirty since the beginning of college football season yesterday, and it made were they paid for, for all thirty?
5: Were they paid per mock draft?
0: Yes, it's all he does. Okay, that's all fine. Was
5: well, that? Then I totally get it.
0: R- Ryan Wilson, CBS Sports, my guy. I love Ryan, but he basically does mock drafts year round. It's wild. Uh, I have uh, – this name seems to keep showing up every time I have to make a pick because the people are always crossed off in front of me, whether it's – I did Sam Farmers. We've done our – we had our beat writer mock draft. This keeps happening, uh, and I keep picking him. Uh, so Logan Hall, uh, Houston. Yeah. Yep. I, 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 It's just the, the versatility of him to be able to play inside, outside, do different stuff for you and be that sort of uh, – Swiss Army knife that Luana Rumo says he loves so much and uses so much with all the way they go multiple and he's just uh he's just a player, you know? So I'm I'm going with him and uh it just it seems like he keeps ending up in that realm, realm for me. He could be very much a, you know, one B available on the trade back type guy too, but um I just think he fits somewhere they need and I actually really I like the corners in the next round. Better than I like the defensive tackles as the draft goes on by a lot. And so for me, that's why I, I would even have a lean towards the, some of the defensive tackles in the first round if it was a tiebreaker between two guys you had graded evenly.
2: We'll get back to the mock draft in just a second, but I have to tell you about Built Bars, the number one protein bar on the planet. You hear me talk about them all the time. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, perfect for you. So whether you're hitting the gym And excited about that, and you're trying to get a protein punch after your workout, or maybe you're looking for a healthy snack, maybe after recording a mock draft podcast with some uh, of your different co-workers, well, you can do that with built.com. Go to built.com right now. See all the flavors available, and make sure you use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. These bars taste great. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. Don't delay there's a reason we're on the built bar plan here on Locked On Bengals. So check them out. Built.com, promo code
7: locked on. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's a shallow DT class. And if you know you got to check that box,
0: you know what I mean? If you know you got to check that box and you've got two guys that are the same, like I I look at and I I like this idea, this exercise is when we'll go into this universe of players in the next round, which position would you rather be feeling like you really you want to get? Corner or defensive tackle mm-hmm. there, or in the third round even, corner or defensive tackle. I just you, you feel much better about the corners that would be available there. I, I
2: think. if you're yeah. like me, you still need both.
0: Yeah,
5: that's
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But you got time. You got time. All right, Butch. Two we have uh, two picks for you. So it'll, yeah. it'll we'll it we'll come back and do round one yes. B, which is kind of like if they traded back. Uh, yeah. So you can you can pick one here, and then we'll pick another one
6: tuning it'd probably be the same guy because that's where we are right now i've uh all you guys have uh and deservedly so because of my answer but i'm looking at like the 36 37 38th pick right now because jay's exactly right i mean why it's the pick there if why it's there you got to take him and uh you know mo and uh mo and james are exactly right about uh and jake about absolutely needing corner depth so i'm going to go Probably gonna reach a little bit here, but I'm gonna go with uh, Jalen Petriat at Baylor. Little high for him, but uh, I gotta come out of this thing. Gotta come out of this thing with a corner, a safety, and an edge. And uh, in the first four rounds, so uh, I think this is the best shot for versatility here. Uh, seems to check all the boxes character-wise, football IQ. Uh, Logan Hall's a Swiss Army knife. So so is this kid. Problem is, I guess they don't think he can play outside. Uh more he's a safety-ish, but he's just, he's I guess he's a safetyish guy, but they believe he can be a slot. He can uh, he can play the slot. So um you know, not great at 31, but since I'm picking at like 38, I think he's a good pick there. To... I like that. I mean,
0: where i mean that's just the the corner edge safety i mean do you do you think how how willing do you think edge ends up being i mean there's there's a lot of guys i mean you that yeah, could very easily be best player available i mean they, yeah there's
6: a lot of guys i think it's the toughest i think it's the outside of quarterback it may be the toughest position to project because it's so different than college you know, I mean, uh, and in the last five years, because the tackles are different now, I mean, the offensive tackles, the way they play the game, it's, it's, it's seven on seven. So that's, uh, you know, how, how big are these guys and and the great yeah. ones range from two fifty to 300, you know, mm. and who's gonna, who's gonna take it to the next step. It's really, I mean, I think these guys have had a high time figuring out since the last edge they drafted was 21, you know, in the first round was 21 years ago. So, yeah. Yeah. uh, I, uh, you know i think pick, i think there i think Petrie's probably probably among the safest safest bets cuz once you get into the edge i mean i think that's that's really that's really tough another guy uh uh have I got another pick if they trade back? So right this now, will, this will basically so be a, a
0: separate first round. So this wouldn't yeah. count. The, the first round pick has no effect on this one B. Right. This so is I as if they moved it. back and right. you never made the first round that you already okay. did. You're picking okay. from a totally different universe now. Who you have the
6: you have the first pick here amongst the remaining. Because I would say Pichu would be great for a trade back, but yeah. since I already picked him, I guess I can't pick him here. But another talking about edges would be the kid from Penn State, uh, if they traded back uh arnold i'm not even going to mo help me out you're the you're the Katie. huh
3: Katie arnold Katie. it's easy yeah. for you
6: to say but you know he's a guy he checks all their boxes too he's got a lot of experience he transferred from temple played a lot of football and i think uh you know the fact that he kind of made an easy transition I- into that level with the playbook and everything i mean he was a re- he was a real factor uh you know um a lot of print. what he had nine and a half sacks at eighteen tackles for loss. So, you know, I I think at that point, you know, if we're trading back, he'd be a good fit for them on the edge.
0: I'll go uh, with Kyler Gordon and mm-hmm. check that off. I just it, he he's kind of one of those that stands out if the tra- if you trade back, you know, so you just taking a corner there. I if, if it's one of those three amongst Booth, Elam, and Gordon, you get one of those three. You get into a guy like McCreary, We're going to have to sit here and have to talk about arm length and all that stuff. These are guys that have they check all the physical boxes. They have production. They're kind of that next tier. You want one out of those three if you're aiming for a corner, and you, you know one of those top defensive tackles are, are gone. And I I think, and that that's kind of the the view of where this is at right now. You, you're you're tempted by going elsewhere, but I I just think it's. As For me, as simple as Gordon being one of the last from a a, a tier that hits you both in a positional need and a, a high tier. Uh, Jay, you're coming back.
4: I mean, who would have thought a couple months ago that we would have had – how many picks is it now? Eight and uh, not a single offensive lineman. But I'm tempted with Kenyon Green. But I, I still – I think that's a 50-50 proposition. If you take – one of those guys whether they beat out Jackson Carmen and then it's it, it looks like a bad pick if if the guy doesn't want to start at your first round pick doesn't want a starting job that said they there's a good chance that a lot of these guys are going to be drafted for depth and, and that's where I'm going to go I'm I'm going to go I'm going to stick at 3 technique and go Travis Jones I just think that's another guy he's ascending team captain that they love yes there's some warts um, but I, I just think that that position, they, I mean, you, you need someone there to play. If BJ, anything were to happen to BJ Hill, they are stuck. I mean, yeah, you can move Sam Hubbard in there. You can move cam sample in there, but to get a true th- three technique, I think is, is their number one need. So I'm going to double down there and, and take Travis Jones after taking Devante Wyatt.
0: All right, Jake, you're up.
3: I like Lewis sign. At this point, very athletic, hard hitting safety, can move around, has some versatility. I'm also tempted by Kenyon Green there, Jay. But the Bengals don't draft offensive linemen whose shuttle times are five one two at the combine. And that is what Kenyon Green ran. So they think he's more athletic on tape. I think a lot of evaluators think he's more athletic on tape, but I'm not sure how they feel about that shuttle time for Kenyon green.
0: So Lewis sign is your pick. It is the safety early. I mean, that's a, it's a hard BPA, you know, I mean, you're, 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 that's definitely a future pick, you know? I mean, and it's like, but you're, you play the three safeties. You can, you can do things, other things with him and he's your long-term safety of the future. And then you get into p- premium positional value. What, what is the value of even a safety in general? But obviously the dude was a hell of a player for Georgia.
3: Yeah, they play with three safeties all the time. Both of their safeties contracts, starting safety contracts expire next year. And and then I'm looking at definitely some of the defensive linemen still available. And if you're truly going BPA and ignoring positional value, I think the COVID Dean is screaming at me a little bit too, but I care a lot about positional
0: value, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Mo, you are, you are up.
5: I'll pull the trigger on Kenyon Green mainly because I have no idea what a shuttle time is. Uh, Perfect. (laughs) Tyler Shelvin
0: ran a faster one than Kenyon Green. Can you give me your best guess of what a shuttle time is?
5: Um, So I took my daughter to Kings Island last year and we jumped on that shuttle in the back of the parking lot. It took three minutes and 15 seconds to get to the gate. That's I, I don't know. I don't yeah. care. Onion Green
2: ran the shuttle in three minutes thirty
5: seconds. Mo, so go well, ahead. Fan, <laughs> fan, fantastic. Here's, here's drive what the I... shuttle. It's how qu-
0: quick you, quickly you can acquire a shuttle by waving yeah. one down, kicking Perfect. the driver out, taking yeah. it over, and circling around a parking Tr-
5: lot. Trust me, if you have ridden on that shuttle, <laughs> you want to do that. You you want to throw <laughs> the man off and you want to get to your car as quickly as possible. Uh he's played both guard positions he's been an all sec guy he has uh over 30 college or close to uh 35 college starts um that's good enough for me. i I love the idea of drafting for more offensive line depth. I love the idea of putting a guy in there in the left guard, Derby. And certainly it does look bad if if your your first round pick doesn't win the gig, but it also might be a sign that Jackson Carmen is as good as they thought last year. Their depth was significantly tested on the offensive line last season. We certainly saw it late. So if I could add uh, a guy that many believe is the best guard in this draft, then, let's do that. Let's do that. And he will play. He will probably be on the field at some point. And okay. If he doesn't make the team this year, that is as much of a statement about what you have as it is an indictment about what you've drafted. I'm willing to take the hit. If he doesn't make, if he doesn't start early and my guess is he will be on the field. So I'm going to go Kenyon green and uh, I'll figure out the shuttle time later.
0: <laughs> uh, I James- do note
5: here that he did not run the three cone drill, which devastates me because I was going to go back and watch that after this. minions three cone drill hey mo what are you doing this afternoon just watching some fat dudes three cone drill make sure i got the the mock draft pick right
0: there's a there's a special version of torture that's just having to sit down and watch offensive linemen run three cone drills over and over again for for days on end uh james you've got to you've got to finish it out here i i think this isn't this is interesting to be in your spot because i if the Bengals are if everyone says trade back, right? And I think this is the situation you find yourself in, is okay, I love having the extra picks in those middle rounds if whatever you added, but now you're sitting here and this is your board. Did you feel like you, know, you feel like maybe you move back too far? Cause now you're staring at names like this, James.
2: No, I I not I don't that this think is bad,
0: but I mean, you know, compared to where you were picking Daxton Hill and Andrew Booth and the names we we're talking about at the top of this, how how big maybe the difference is? Or sure. maybe you don't think it is that big. Of a no, I,
2: I I don't. I mean, so I'm kind of torn here and, and there's two guys. I and mean, do I want to stick with BPA or do I want to address a need? And so I know the Bengals need a corner and they, they want a corner. And so I'm going to be realistic, I think. and Because I went with BPA, Daxton Hill. But if they move back, uh, it's tough. I'm torn between two guys, Roger McCreary and N'Kobe Dean. And they're both there. Dean would be higher on the board. Roger McCreary, I get the length concerns. But he's got great ball skills. And I like if you told me in three years that he's better than Booth or Elam or better than some of those corners that that went ahead of him, it, it wouldn't shock me. Um, so I, I'm really torn here. And it, we really just need to ask the Bengals if they plan on extending Jermaine Pratt. Because if they don't, then I would take N'Cobe Dean. If if they do, or if they're gonna extend Logan Wilson next offseason, which I think is probably gonna happen regardless, but you still want a couple linebackers. Uh, you know, you go the the McCreary route. So that's the route I'm going to go. I think in real life, you probably go to Kobe Dean, especially BPA. So I'll make that known, but I'm going to go with Roger McCreary here. Great ball skills and uh, a guy that I think could push Eli Apple really from the jump. And I'm not sure if all the corners that have been taken would do that.
0: I I wonder about putting McCreary outside, you know, just because of the length, you know, I mean, how much he needs to be an inside guy, or maybe
2: that's not, I think he can do both. Yeah, I think he can do both, and and so that's that's the part of it. But honestly, given the past three corners the Bengals have drafted in the first round, and and some of that's unlucky, uh, I I think Eli Apple's lining up at corner round one or in week one, anyways. And I've been trying to hammer that home for people that think that they're just going to find this guy who's going to just crush Eli Apple and and take his job. I don't know if that's going to happen.
0: At least not maybe not an opening day.
2: Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe by week seven.
0: Yeah, yeah, right? You you're talking a month into the season all of a sudden and that's when that type of stuff uh tends to happen. All right, let's uh, let's let's quickly just go through these these next couple uh, couple of rounds here and and just to get a feel for kind of what that next level looks like. So here, uh we're we're moving down and Butch, it'll be back to you uh coming across here and you've got the second round this second round universe of players we're using uh Dane's Mock draft, which this will be anybody between 53 and 84, or really anybody after 53 in case you you want to go further down on the board. Now you have Petrie already selected. So you're going off the fact you already have that spot taken. yeah, And you're going amongst those, the rest that are remaining here.
6: Yeah, it really is. It looks like a black hole there for the secondary, for corners and safeties. It's a little bit, uh, you know, and it doesn't look, it looks like you're reaching there. Um, I agree with Jay. I think a real, a real need is backing up BJ Hill, you know, so I'm trying to find that athletic, that athletic three technique. And, uh, I like the guy Mathis from Alabama, but he's too, I mean, he's not, I don't, I don't think he's, uh, the athlete they're looking for in there that would, uh, that could play the three technique. I think he's a good run stopper. And I think that's what they're relying on Sheldon to do. So I, I, I'm, you know, I kind of like the uh what what they say about Leal, the the guy from Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. You know, he's played he's played every spot on the line. Um I guess there's some question if he could go inside. They think he's got some real possibilities on the edge, but he's got the size to do it inside and he has done it. So, I think I'm really I you know, I think this might be the last best hope to grab that free technique, I think that could come in and uh kind of help you out. So, uh I go Leal. Texas a and there with that, uh,
0: with that second round pick. I like that. I mean, you know, there's, it's, it's going to be de- so much defense. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. find your defender. It's time for the defense to get young, pick quality defenders and some of those spots that are out there. I don't think you can go wrong in those first couple of picks with taking a three technique, because like we've been saying, it's just so thin as that goes by and you feel like you need to check that box. I did with Logan Hall in the first round. And so I am, in this in this scenario, I'm coming back with uh, Cam Taylor Britt from Nebraska yeah. to, to check pick. the corner the cornerback box off. Finally, Zach Taylor gets a Nebraska guy. He's gonna he's gonna <laughs> finally use all those contacts to his advantage, <laughs> and every every piece of personality and character and culture checks out uh, from everybody he knows back there, and he brings in a, a corner. I just feel like that's a name that just continues to stand out to me. If they don't go corner in the first as because there's not a a ton there. There's some other guys that have other issues, but that you don't like. But I, I just think he's got so much of what you need and would still be available and can check that corner box. And, you, and yeah, fourth corner. If Cam Taylor, Richard, fourth corner, he could be a guy who by week six, seven, eight is is in there and, and starting over Eli Apple just as much as anybody
2: else. Okay, yeah, uh, I, mean, we, Chad, I like that up. pick a lot. Thanks, we,
0: James.
4: We both went three technique in round. I, that was going to be my pick here, too, and I, I figured that's who you were going to take. Um, so I'm stuck between now the the O-line and d- is it another Nebraska guy for Zach Taylor or is it Parham from Memphis? And, and I'm going to go Parham from Memphis. I mean, I, for, for your starter, um, a, a guy that now in the second round, I, I think that's that's great competition for Jackson Carmen. He, he, he gives you backup for Carmen. He gives you back up at anywhere he, he can back up at center he can kick to center they can move karis out there, there there's so many options there and you, you you've got your biggest need addressed um i i i'm a little leery of of passing on corner until round three but i'm not willing to to reach for Tariq woolen in, in the second round hold my breath hope he's there in the third round Um, which won't be for this exercise, but speaking in terms for the Bengals. So I'm going to go Dylan Parham um, with this pick.
0: All right, Jake, you're up. I
3: haven't been able to quit Nick Benito, the edge rusher from (laughs) Oklahoma, since I first saw him last year in draft preparation. Led college football, I think, in pass rush win rate. at least as far as draft-eligible edge rushers, that generally translates to the NFL. He's incredibly athletic. There's a question, I I suppose, about where he fits at 6'3", 248 in this defense. I just see him as a pass-rushing guy early in his career. You put him out there in sub-packages, and I know that they have Joseph Osai coming back from injury, but adding another guy to that package, sign me up. Get get all the pass rushers because we saw what happened last year when Trey Hendrickson had to go off the field first snap here or there.
0: Mo, you're up.
5: Well, Butch talked me out of uh, Fidarian Mathis, and I don't like uh, ignoring the three technique um, until my third round. But I, I got to be honest with you. I'm bored by my draft, so I'm taking a, a tight end. <laughs> I'm taking Trey McBride <laughs> from Colorado State. Um, oh, and here's here's wow. why. Okay, very simple. So... I got Dane's uh, guide here, which is 7,000 pages, and he writes, McBride is a better version of Hayden Hurst. Well, that's cool because the Bengals have Hayden Hurst, so they have a better (laughs) version of him. Um, I like the idea of a pass-catching tight end who can add an element of explosiveness and athleticism that uh, perhaps uh, CJ Uzama was not able to. Um, Nothing against CJ, but I I like the idea of just giving Joe Burrow uh, another weapon. It's the best tight end in this class, according to many. I know a lot of people like the long-haired dude from UCLA, but all right, I got Hayden Hurst, and I got a better version of Hayden Hurst. Cool, and then we can stop throwing the football to uh, to Drew Sample, which would be great. So I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to liven up my draft, and uh, hopefully, I get a three technique uh, in the next round. But um, yeah, we're going to go Trey McBride, Colorado State. Mo, oh, that's James, a great
6: you? that's a great pick because that's yeah! said something when they when they when they signed her. Zach said something interesting. He said he's kind of a, He's our tight end. He's what we're looking for in a tight end. No Mm -hmm. shot on Uzama, but it seems like Hurst seems to be like that kind of fits what this offense is looking for. So, I mean, I wouldn't go that high with a tight end, but I think that's the kind of guy that they're – I think that's the kind of guy that is now in the Zach Taylor era more of a fit than a a guy like CJ. I do like you
0: pissing off the entire tight end room and with one – broad explanation of your <laughs> first I'm coming over top of you I need a better you and I don't want to throw to Drew sample do you have any thoughts on Mitch Wilcox
5: uh, well they brought him back I mean I-, I could anger a lot of people listening to this and throw some shade at Thaddeus Moss because yeah th- there was like a one month stretch where um, you know I, I thought the Thaddeus Moss was going to be a combination of his dad and Rob Gronkowski at the tight end spot that those <laughs> dreams have not come to fruition so I'm going to I'm going to stay with my guy Trey all right,
0: James, you're picking in the second round. You have Daxton Hill uh, in so far. Where are you going next to playoff? Your- I'm
2: going to not address uh, interior defensive line, and I'm not taking a corner because, again, we don't uh, we don't reach here at Rapine headquarters. Uh, Josh <laughs> Paschal of, of Kentucky. I'm going to take the edge rusher. Yeah, I, I do think he'd be able to kick inside a little bit in the NFL. Uh, Jake's right. They need to bolster their pass rush, whether it's on the inside or, or the edge, and I, I think Pascal could do that. So given – Who's already gone? I think he's he's the best player available right now.
5: What's what's Butch doing?
0: I don't know. He's walking around the room. <laughs> this is like this is like when when you see the uh, the war room cams, yeah. and you just see people walking around the back, and then you're like, oh, who's that person? They're talking to the GM. Maybe they're plotting a trade. Are G- you that guys that working on GM. it? That is the GM. Is, <laughs> is she told you you need to make a trade?
6: <laughs> Uh, we're just gonna end hey this Butch, on the. Thir-
5: who, hey Butch, who did I pick?
6: I uh, yeah, you took the you took you took uh, I,
5: I gotta be honest with you. I'd rather her make the pick, Butch. So <laughs> yeah, can she right. slide in for round three? Yeah.
6: Uh, we're did gonna end casual? it. We're
0: gonna end this on round three. So let's just do one one more round through in the sake of time. Uh, and so, let, James, you are up uh, with your your third round pick here. You've got Hill okay. and Pascal in, in, in the barn. And,
2: and then where, where's my range here? Because I'm trying to be, you know, for the circuit. Your sake range
0: of is Dane's mock draft 85. 85 on. on. Okay. 85 okay. on.
2: Perfect. Well, then let me, let me just make sure here. Yeah, I'm doing it. We already addressed safety. And, uh, well, he's got – you want to talk about the all-name draft. It's a guy that uh, a lot of Cincinnatians are familiar with, and he certainly would be taken high. So the fact that you can get him in round three – uh, from a name perspective is a steal, but I do think he could contribute as a rookie if you need him to and certainly help. So I'm going to take Kobe Bryant, finally address the corner spot, uh, certainly can play in, on the outside in the NFL. Does he unseat Eli Apple as a rookie? No, maybe not. But now I got a guy in Daxton Hill that can be your backup nickel and in, in, in then in three safety look. So in, you get a guy like Kobe Bryant and, and bolster the secondary and Man, three straight defensive players. I don't know what the hell I'm thinking. Who I'm going to go. Who are you? Re- what, I'm going to hit rewind and pick George Pickens because this is BS. Right. What you do just with my James. God.
0: It's just a UC Homer pick is all it is. That's that's fine. That's fine.
2: Is um, it a Homer pick? I needed a corner. You did need a you corner,
0: go, but it is. You take, I, I mean, it is picking someone from the University of Cincinnati. I'm just you,
2: you. You go ahead and take McCollum. All right. I'm taking a guy by the name of Kobe Bryant. We'll see
0: Zion. Goes. You're going to like act like Zion isn't a cool name. It's a cool name, but it's not Kobe who's better? Bryant. Yeah, Kobe Bryant or Zion? We're not going to turn this into a Kobe Bryant Michael Jordan debate. We're not going to do this, uh, Mo. Oh, damn, you're you're up. Can I just assume? Can I just write punt God?
5: Well, I mean, had we had we done <laughs> this as planned and gone to four rounds, yes. I know. I mean, we didn't.
0: Have- now I'm putting you in a spot.
5: Yeah, let's do it. Punt God. What the hell? I'll stay on brand. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. Thank you. We went to the Super Bowl last year on the strength of defense and special teams, which is hypocritical for me to mention because I just took a tight end. Uh, So everybody laughs at at, uh, Evan McPherson, right? All the Bengals take a kicker. And then the guy makes like the four biggest kicks in the history of the franchise. Um, And he made headlines for watching the halftime show during the Super Bowl, which I think is cool as hell. And he shouldn't get crap for it. So we, we go to the Super Bowl on the strength of elite special teams play in defense. Um, I love Kevin Huber. I I don't know that much about Drew Chrisman because he's never healthy. and didn't kick in any games, uh, but Ohio state fans love him. So here's, I'm going to check off every box. We're going to send Kevin off into retirement. God bless Kevin Huber. We're going to piss off the Ohio state fans. We're not going to give Drew Chrisman a chance. We're going (laughs) to piss off the people who think it's dumb to draft a punter, including everybody on this podcast. And I'm taking punt God, and we're going to have the best kicker. And I, I don't know if he could hold, and so that might be a problem, but I don't care. Somebody can hold. Can Brandon Allen hold? Can somebody else on the team hold? Maybe my guy, the the, the tight end I just drafted. Maybe he can hold. I don't know. I'll figure that out. I have the best punter on the planet. I have the best kicker on the planet. And this defense is maybe going to be pretty decent. It's not going to be elite. Let's help out the defense a little bit and get the best punter on the planet and pin everybody inside the 10 yard line and just absolutely crank booming kicks when we have to. I know they don't plan on punting all that much. Hopefully they don't punt all that much, but if they do, let's have the best dude on the earth on the, in the universe. Punt God. Uh, he's my guy. We're taking him with the, the third pick. And, And then if we had a fourth round pick, I would be the UC Homer and take my Jay Sanders, assuming he's not going to jump off sides anymore. But uh, I'm taking (laughs) punt God round three. I
0: I think what I like about this is we will plan to punish you with hang time tweets and training camp uh, that you will have to react to live uh and that's that's really what this is about for me
5: there's nothing that i enjoy more than sitting there doing my show reading the tweets of you guys from training camp practices and mocking all of them so <laughs> I, I i immensely hope that punt god is here so i I like find the first time he shanks one off the side of his foot and then everybody just laughs at me so yeah punt god round three let's make it happen <laughs> who cares if they when- don't? just bring back larry ogunjobi to play backup defensive tackle who cares give me the punt god
2: what happens when Drew Chrisman beats out Matt Arraza for the starting job and oh, we have a Jake man. Elliott situation on our hands? Wow. I'm just kidding. Uh, is, is that, <laughs> that hold the whole
5: city captive like it did that yes. Labor Day weekend in 2017 <laughs> when it is. felt like the city was at a damn standstill because we were just hanging on pins and needles? Is it going to be Jake Elliott or Randy Bullock? And it felt like nobody could function in this town until we figured that out. It,
2: Did you see how close Jake Elliott came to making that 78-yarder, Mo? It was this close against the Colts. No, I I stopped caring about Jake
5: (laughs) Elliott. I wasn't watching that last god-awful preseason game when that was the only thing that counted. It didn't matter to me. And by the way, they got it right, right? They got it right with Randy Bullock. All he did was buy time for the greatest kicker in the history of the sport. And uh, so now we're going to have the greatest punter in the history of the sport, and I'm standing by it.
0: Let's not forget all the games that Randy Bullock lost for the team that allowed them to get Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Let's not discount Correct. that. Correct. I mean, he's yes. right up there in the Ryan Finley Hall of Fame. Okay, <laughs> where these you need these guys. They are yes. key pieces to build your team. 1, there should be they should be hanging there with those other big pixelated photos right inside of Paul Brown Stadium. The heroes of of the and if he
5: doesn't break both of his calf muscles in the first game of the season in 2020, <laughs> perhaps. The Bengals are like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we're not taking a kicker. We'll just bring back Randy or somebody like him. So, yeah, but I mean, I know they're not taking the punter. I get it, and and it's silly to even suggest it in the third round. But again, like they made the Super Bowl last year on the heels of great defense, opportunistic defense at least, and killer special teams play. They scored five touchdowns in those three postseason games they won. So you could laugh at the idea of a guy being taken uh, with a draft pick that kicks the ball for a living. But imagine if it's just some random kicker and not Evan McPherson. So why settle for some random punter and not a guy who is regarded as the greatest who's ever booted one in the history of the sport? So let's do it. Did Daner tell you they weren't taking a punter? Are, are, you, are you listening to Daner now? Every <laughs> time I, I bring that, it up, he gets mad don't at me. Do and, that. And, then it's, and then the don't people on it. Twitter get mad at me. I mean, <laughs> stop mentioning punt guy. Like there's more than one punter, too. And and people say, punter. Oh, here they, they, we go. They get, they get mad about at about hotcakes showing
0: up. What about yeah. the other punters, James says? <laughs> hey,
2: just saying. There's three punters. There's three draftable punters. You never know. People, I can we got to move on. Dedicated. We, we oh, just man. got
0: to. We punt just God. have to. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> how
2: did Kevin Huber punt in the Super Bowl? Not, not good. Great.
0: Come on. wasn't great. <laughs> Jake, <Jay>, save us.
3: You <laughs> I mean, don't want to talk more about how no. Matt <laughs> Eraser might not even the the be the other punter right number now. One just punter <laughs> <laughs> in this draft.
2: There comes they're... the punter run. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, I'm between offensive line and tight end here, and then I'm between two tight ends, and I'm going to bank on the youth and the upside and the projection of Jeremy Ruckert here. And I think this is something the Bengals could do, too, and take a bit of a controversial, perhaps pick, widely divisive opinions on Jeremy Ruckert from Ohio State. But I like the projection, and I like that he has time to develop at least for a year, and it sometimes takes tight ends some time, just over 21 years old. Corner, edge rusher, tight end. Uh, I'm missing three tech. Hopefully I can find that somewhere later, and that's going to be another UC guy if I can, but we're not going beyond the third round. Curtis gotcha. Brooks, by the way, for the record.
0: Curtis Brooks for the record. Like that. Uh, Jay, let's let's keep it rolling.
4: Uh, yeah, this is going to be more need-based than BPA just because it, you, you, I feel like they have to get a corner in the first three rounds. I don't have one yet. After taking Wyatt and Parham, so I'm going to go Zion McCollum, five year starter. Um, You know he he can beat out Eli Apple at some point. It's kind of the same conversation we had earlier. He's not a guy that you expect to come in and win the starting job day one, but he can over the course of the season. He can give you good depth. Um, They they like, I don't say they like, but they're not opposed to these small school guys. I I think um, that would be a a really solid pick. I know Josh Williams is right there too, Fayetteville State. But I, Sam Houston or uh, Zion McCollum at Sam Houston State, had way more experience in college. Like I said, five-year starter. I think he he steps in and he can he can be a factor right off the bat, even if he's not a starter.
0: Uh, I, I'm gonna. I've got Hall and Britt, and now I need competition for Jackson Carmen. So, uh, and and some. Center guard depth like you guys, some of you guys have taken. Cole Strange from Chattanooga is my pick. I I don't, I think they're going to love the, he's got that glass, like you can hear Frank Pollock calling him a glass eater right now, you know, when you read read everything in in Dane Brugler's write-up about him. And he's small school Chattanooga, but I don't think that they're going to care about that. As much when you feel like they've got the attitude that they need and some of the the measurables, so uh, I think the intangible stuff is going to make him uh, a bright name on their board. So and at that point in the draft, it's kind of the type of stuff you're looking at. And uh, so Cole Strange, when you said all name team, James, I was nervous that you were going to steal Cole Strange from me. But again, I just realized you're just allegiant to Kobe Bryant, and that's fine. Wow, no, I that's just fine. had to get
2: a, I just had to get a corner. The, the good news is, is Daxton Hill is better than anybody you guys got except punk God, so I'll be OK.
0: Thank you, <laughs> Butch. Uh, round us out here uh, with your third round pick. You've got Petrie and Marvin Leo in in the house. Where are you going with your last one here?
6: Yeah, I got I got to get a safety. I'm kind of discouraged the way I'm looking at it now. I was because, uh, uh, like I say, Petrie, I'm not sure he can play the outside, probably can't play the outside. So I come out of this thing. I don't have an outside corner but I w- I'd like a safety. If you were going Cincinnati name, by the way, at this point, you could go for Purdue wide receiver. David Bell was a Cincinnati name, but, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with a UC Homer pick myself. I'm going to go with, with mm-hmm. safety Brian cook.
5: Yes.
7: Love it. Uh,
6: plays, Love it. uh, plays a little bit of everything. He's one of those guys, right? They go one high. He can play the zone, right? That's uh, what the scouting reports say. And, uh, looks like he'd be a good fit for what they do here. And, Seems like a solid, uh, solid player. So I think that'd be, I think uh, Dane's got him going 90. Oh, he's got a, he's actually got the Bengals taking him. I didn't realize that. I just saw him as a 95th player. So that'd be about right here, I guess. So I, I need a safety. I go cook the hometown guy.
5: My favorite player on the team as a Bearcat yeah, like fan it. without, without question. And in the, uh, in the Tulane game, when he missed snaps, there was a drop-off. Brian Cook's excellent. Uh, my, my favorite player and favorite guy on last year's team. And that's saying something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they
2: go corner and then defensive line rounds one, two, or vice versa, and they're looking safety in round three if Brian cooks there, I, I would kind of be surprised if they don't take him unless someone really falls. Cause he he would make a lot of sense.
0: Did we learn
3: anything today, guys? If you don't get a corner in the second round, not taking a corner in the first round is going to be a little painful. If you want a corner.
5: What we learned is I would be a terrible general manager, but I'd be a hell of a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We want you you in the draft room, but we just don't want you making the picks.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I'm the guy guy you want coming on the guy's trip, but you don't want me to do any planning. You don't want me making any decisions. God knows you don't want me driving. That's kind of how I am in this process. My draft, my three drafts, how many players did I take? Three three or, yeah, well we yeah we well we had, and round one two b, round, don't forget round yeah. one b my my picks were more fun than anybody else's i mean i really haven't made the team any better but I, my picks are more fun <laughs> than anybody else's and that's honestly what i am for
2: yeah by the way jake just throwing shade at kobe Bryant is really disrespectful he's the best, best you got the defensive one corner that college like, football i
3: think can play early in his career after the second round
0: shade at zion mccollum Yep, Sam, okay. Houston okay. Sam Houston State is Sam Houston State fan base that we have. We do have a lot of Sam Houston State <laughs> listeners on our podcast. I'm about to be mad? <laughs> they are so mad. They're going to fill up the comments. Oh, no. <laughs> there, there's no doubt. Uh, you guys, thanks so much for spending more time uh, than we have this week uh, to join this silly exercise. I hope uh, it was had any redeeming value for you. Probably not, but at least we did it.
2: Okay, so to wrap things up, we will start with Jeff puch Hobson. He ended up with Jalen Petrie, DeMarvin Leal, and Brian Cook. Paul Daner Jr. Ended up with Logan Hall, Cam Taylor Britt, and Cole Strange. Really liked his draft. Jay ended up with Devonte Wyatt, Dylan Parham, Zion McCollum, Jake, Kyer Elam, Nick Bonito, Jeremy Ruckert. Good balance there. Mo, Andrew Booth, Trey McBride, and punt god Matt Areza. And I ended up with Daxton Hill, who... Again, I'm really high on him, clearly, and I think the NFL is. I don't think he's going to be there at 31. Josh Pascal, who I think would be a really good pick at 63 overall. And then Kobe Bryant. Some are going to say reach. I don't think it's a reach. I think he could be a plug-and-play type guy and push Eli Apple early. Um, but but I, I got an up-close-and-personal look. Uh, uh, my, my favorite picks, uh, round one, I think best value might be Devontae Wyatt, considering he was fourth off the board, even though I think he the better player and the better prospect round two really like cam taylor Britt, and round two for paul and, and to me round three brian cook for butch um that being said if i had to rank them, i think paul has the most balance you get the offensive lineman you get the three tech and you get the corner um and, and me and jake are probably second third in some order with Elon bonito and record for him me hill pasco bryant uh butch and, and, and jay they, they could fight it out there after that i i give I think Jay wins that with the Wyatt tiebreaker and then Mo. Sorry, Mo, but but you're last if I had to rank him. But it was a fun exercise. Hope you enjoyed it. We're going to be back with Joe Goodberry on Wednesday's show. If you missed uh, Tuesday's show, well, it's in there. So go back and listen to it. Jake shares what he thinks the Bengals are going to do. So we're doing our normal episodes this week plus bonus draft episodes plus this bonus audio-only edition of Locked on Bengals. Uh, there's a reason why we're bringing you so much Bengals content this week. It's because we want to get every Bengals fan listening to Locked on Bengals. So if you know someone that that maybe isn't listening, that, that is a Bengals fan, well, do a couple things for us. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube and let your friends know about Locked on Bengals. For Jake Lisko, I'm James Erpine signing off for now right here. Thank you so much for listening